Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Merry Yulmas Dragos, Eden here. This is the final episode of Dragon Friends for 2018. Best enjoyed with a steaming cup of milk or other hot dairy beverage. Big thanks to all our fabulous guests this year and an extra special thank you to you, our listeners. We love making this show for you, so from the bottom of our hearts, thank you for listening. We're taking a summer break, but we'll be back with season five for you ear jockeys at the end of February. We return now to Filge and Froyo deep in the milk dimension. Will they make it home for Yulmus? Let's find out. The blinding white light fades and you find yourselves on the front steps of a red brick suburban house. A sprinkler lazily sweeps back and forth across a yellowing lawn, perilously close to what can only be described as a tangled clusterfuck of fairy lights that have been thrown into the branches of a jacaranda tree. A few purple flowers cling on to summer glory at its utmost tip. They're alternately scorched and sodden brethren, forming a mulchy brown carpet below. Suddenly, as you register the unmistakable odour of ham, the door is flung open and you hear a voice saying, don't stand out there like a pack of fucking drongos. Come in here and give your mum a hug. The white of the milk dimension has faded away and you find yourself somewhere in suburbia. I just said that. Yeah, but I was clarifying. So, so I'm an idiot. <laughs> so this person is saying this to me even though I'm a floating skull? Yeah. Great. I go and I give her a, like I nestle in, you know, I hug like this. <laughs> I go, mother! Oh, my bony little darling. <laughs> oh, you haven't been eating. Come on, get in here. We'll get you a feed. And Come I turn to in. the rest of them and go, guys, I think the best thing to do with all these is just go with it. <laughs> Mommy! <laughs> oh. Come on here and she nussles you in, in between. Nussles? Yeah, nussles you in between her heaving bosom. Um, her evening bosom? Yeah, evening bosom. That's what I said. <laughs> For the but sun the, is... But it's the middle of the yeah, but well, she soon them it out will be evening. <laughs> Look out, boys. Mama's got an evening bosom out. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I had a friend once who um, was on holidays and him and his brother insisted on coming to the table uh, in their board shorts with their shirts off. And their mum was like, you have to put on a shirt on the table. And they're like, fuck off, mum. And she went, all right. And she took off her shirt and <laughs> sat there in her bra. And they're like, no! <laughs> we'll never take off our shirts again! <laughs> Um, the, uh, the mum, her name is, uh, Charlene. Um, you can tell because she's got an apron on that says Charlene the Dream Machine. That's how you can tell. Leads Wait, is that a tattoo or is that written on her apron? Yeah, she's topless and it's written on. She's just, 
She's in a she's in a Southern Cross bikini, and it's tattooed on her uh, on her on her sagging gut. Aww. Too much? You're, you're, you're shaming Charlene. No, she's an authentic character. Yeah, she owns it, to what be fair. What is this? <laughs> what? I think we're in the... I think we've fallen into a Tim Winton novel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. All right, all right. Um, oh. All right. Uh, Hello, Mother. I, um, I've just come back from the surf. It's like... <laughs> it's vicious and wild, but it's home. Uh... Uh, Fro, you always were uh, creative. Go say hi to your daddy. I'm the, the ba- wild one. Oh, uh, yes. Uh, go say hi to your daddy. He's out the back on the barbie. And as you walk through the house, you see your dad armed with a pair of tongs uh, in thongs and an apron <laughs> and a set of stubbies. Again, shirtless. Oh, What's tattooed on his chest? Um, uh, Rob the top... <laughs> Dog, <laughs> <laughs> and then he's got the lo- the brand logo of the popular Big Dog T-shirt yeah, company. Yeah, he's got it tattooed on, so he never has to wear a shirt, but he's always wearing the shirt. <laughs> yeah, all right there, uh, son. Hi. Uh, I'm good, Dad. I've just been uh, grappling with puberty and the waves. <laughs> Can I suggest that it's possible, Matt Roden? Yeah. I'd like your opinion on this, that the only Tim Winton book that David Harmon has read <laughs> is Lockie Leonard, Human Torpedo. <laughs> <laughs> if we go for too long, I'm just going to start slipping into John Marston. <laughs> you didn't even read Lockie Leonard's Scumbuster? <laughs> wow, that was one laugh in the audience. <laughs> Uh, good so to see mate, you in, Tim. Mate, it's good <laughs> to see you this time of year as always. Uh, just a quick question. Busted any scum lately? <laughs> <laughs> no wrong answers, but I'll know. <laughs> Busted any what? Scum. Into scum busting. In the <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, what's Filge oh, doing? Oh, sorry, this, this is Filge, um, my half-orc friend. Uh, Filge, uh, Filge is a couple steps behind. She's been cornered in the... In the hallway by her auntie, played by none other than Tom Walker. Oh, aren't you a wide one? Around ah, the shoulders. Ooh. So I don't know what you did after your divorce, but here's what I did after mine. <laughs> If you want why, me you ju- why are you pouring uh, uh, lemonade into a beer? Oh, darling, it's to fruit it up. It's less carbs if you confuse the liquids. <laughs> uh, auntie, oh, me, me forgot your name. Sorry, uh, Auntie. Auntie, Auntie. Auntie, Auntie. Oh. I was born to have a nephew or niece. Uh, Moonica. Yo. Um, uh, as you uh, walk uh, down the hall, I'm floating. Um, the young, um, your the young cousin of the family, mm-hmm. uh, Jim Bob, pops his head out of his uh, bedroom door. Who's making so much noise? I'm trying to vacuum. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Hey. 
Uh, who are you? Oh, my name's Jim Bob. Oh, hey, hey, Jim Bob. I'm, I'm, I'm Munica. You, you look kind of cool. Yeah, I, I am actually. People haven't realised yet, but I'm really cool. That, that's cool. Do you reckon? Look, I'll try and ask a few questions to yep. my aunties, but they don't really want to give me an answer. Where do children come from? <laughs> Preferably human ones. Well, as far as I know, everyone, everything comes from him. <laughs> <laughs> Say it. Say it. Say it. Say it. Everything comes from a milky substance. <laughs> one of us. One of us. One of us. <laughs> Does that mean if I drink milk in the morning, I'll have a baby? <laughs> As far as I know, you drink milk, you pee milk, anything. It milky will create more milky milkiness. Wow, you're fucking weird. <laughs> Thank you. Mum pipes up from the lounge room. All right, everyone, sit down. Dinner's being served. Um, a, a cousin called uh, Blebby. <laughs> Could you just not think of a name? Like, <laughs> literally any name? You don't have it. You don't. You could have said any of the names of people you were looking at. <laughs> you said Blebby. This is said in our it's a universe. It's a nickname. Okay, nickname for what? For Blebby. <laughs> What's Blebby short Here for? Here he comes. What could it possibly be short Blevington. for? Yeah. But it sounds too fancy, so he goes by Blebby. It's oh, where I... they were conceived, right? Huh? It's <laughs> where they were conceived. Yeah, yeah. Huh? His par- oh, Blebby. Yeah. His parents yeah, are from yeah. England. Anyway... Oh, right. everybody quiet. Quiet Blevy's got something to say. Guys, I Go just, ahead, dear. I, I just want to say that I, I know this is a family time, but I have an exciting business opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> and I've got a PowerPoint for after dinner. Blebby is this... Sorry, everyone. Blebby, honestly. Mum, are we going to sit here and let Blebby ruin another go with it, everyone? Now, Blebby's Christmas. having a go of it, all hey, right? Hey. He's an entrepreneur. We all deserve to give him the time of day because he's got good ideas. I wasted $150 on his Tupperware last time. You'll get it back. Now, I will say, I've been looking for a fourth or fifth multi-level marketing scheme. <laughs> really looking to pour myself into something. Hey, but... Have you guys thought about me just pouring milk over everything? Let me. I've got a, I've got a great idea. You pour, pour the milk and then you churn the milk. End of end of story. I, I guess. Guys, I'm really getting into it I, now. I, You're yeah. right. It is fun. Yeah. When you when you when you just get on board with these Monica, these cool guys. I, yeah. I guess I guess powdered milk probably would cut the heroin. And then sort of spread it out a bit more. Oh, so that's hang on a sec. Wait, is your multi-level marketing scheme selling heroin? I don't want to talk over the top of everyone, but. <laughs> what are we thinking? New Year's resolutions. Me? Oh. I've heard of Nanette. <laughs> <laughs> and I reckon I'll give her a go. <laughs> How many eps? <laughs> You're going to binge Nanette? <laughs> I've got a couple of weeks off over Jan. And uh, <laughs> put my feet up. Have a good time. God, hey, cop this. This this Sheila says there's nothing stronger than a broken woman. Would you believe it? I reckon she's onto something. <laughs> boys, boys, boys. You all know you fall in, uh, fall asleep five minutes into any Netflix special, all right? Don't be getting so ambitious. 
and Freo because he's getting into it as well as like now I remember 12 months ago around this table I encouraged everyone to invest in Bitcoin. <laughs> and I said, oh, I said, I'd like a bit of a coin. Yes, you did. And I, oh, I got did. a Christmas. Oh. I, no, I don't want to talk over everyone. <laughs> but I got a bit of a Christmas coin, a chocolate coin, and I broke it. And I said, here's a bit. And <laughs> he doesn't... <laughs> have you guys... No, I'll get this up on my phone. Have you... um? No, it's coming. <laughs> I can really see why he's you don't a want really to talk over everyone. He's a really muscly kangaroo. Hang on. <laughs> he died today. He did. Look it up. No, what seriously, the muscly kangaroo, yeah, the muscly died, kangaroo died today. Died. Now, Froyo, don't kill him. Upset your father with I'm, nonsense. I'm not. I'm not. I'm this. <laughs> Forget the facade. We all know. People need to know. We all know Trevor the muscly kangaroo will never die. He's if anyone a... needs me, I'll be out of the barbecue. No reason. Honey, you've got to say grace for I a I said thought. no reason. All right. I guess we'll say grace without you then. Again. You've said a lot of things without me. Well, I can't be waiting around for you every time I want to bloody go down to the shops and you won't drive me and I don't like to drive when I've had my nails painted and you're a bastard and, ju- at that, and at there's that, been no love in this marriage for a long time. At that, Jerf, um, Jerf goes over to the sound system and not you... I Sorry, I don't want to talk over you there. <laughs> well, then don't! That's an easy solution! Auntie, auntie, settle, have another shandy. I've had enough. I'm switching to lemonade and bourbon and also some dirt. <laughs> and Jerv's just trying to just diffuse it. He's like, oh, give my love you to don't settle, hey. the You don't settle, hey. You don't settle down, Tell them all I'm sorry. sorry. You don't settle down, Charlie. I have a question. I'm going to run off with this nanette. <laughs> I have a question, sorry. Did, um, has Jerv Zerbos turned up the radio or is he banging his head against it and nervously singing Paul Kelly's How to Make Gravy? <laughs> he's doing that. It's not loud enough, so he's doing that. Interestingly, in every single dimension, including the milk dimension, there is Paul Kelly's How to Make Gravy. In the milk and, dimension, and, it is How to Make Milk. Interestingly, there's not gravy in all of those dimensions. Yeah. <laughs> it's a mysterious song. Yeah. yeah, some of it, some of them see it as like a religious text. Or, yeah. Just a prophecy that, of the next coming. Yeah, salt. They have like, it's like the um the, the body of Christ. They've just had salt, little red wine, and devolved What is sauces. this tang? <laughs> Froyo, you're your father's eldest. Say the grace. All right. Um, if everyone could just take hands. Of each other. Don't you fucking touch me. Jeff is like, I'm going to let that one slide. <laughs> and, and every time I try to grab people's hands, it just milk just falls on their hands. <laughs> it's been a hell of a 12 years for the... Flemingtons. Family. <laughs> Sorry, Flemington, Flemington. <laughs> <laughs> Nan's been real crook. Auntie found the pokies again. Dad's uh, gone down the shops without mum so many times Mum forgot what he looked like 
Mum be down the dad so many times, some shops don't know what you mean. Yes, I say. Um, he takes a sip. <laughs> but one thing ties us Flemingtons together. And that is the blood feud that we have waged these past three years with the Manchester family next door. We have reassembled the clan. Auntie is cutting her hand with a knife. (laughs) (laughs) Little Jimmy Bob's run out of his uh, room. He hasn't been there the entire time. He's been vacuuming the entire time. And he goes, those sons of bitches. (laughs) (laughs) Those Manchesters think they're so good. I hate them. With their ways and their two-car garage. Let me tell you something. What's wrong with a carport? There's a brief lull at the table. And from outside the window, you hear a voice saying, Flemingtons, come out and play. (laughs) And the room turns white. And let's thank Tom Walker and Matt Roden. (laughs) Of the Flemington clan. Was the wind condition there ruining someone's Christmas? <laughs> oh, no, you get off the stage, Tom. Yeah, I, what, you want me to leave? Yeah, yeah, we're going to do something different to what we talked about. Yes, Tom. Oh, that's cool, because oh. we already did something different when I played an auntie instead of the young cousin I was told. Yeah, I was but going you to did play. bloody great. Yeah. You did so good. Did you change Cardi oh, and Walker what, on the fly? What's that, Tom? Did you get your character stolen? <laughs> oh! <laughs> oh! My God, down. I'm sorry, Tom. No, no, we're doing a scene. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's my fault. <laughs> oh, the milk dimension. But milk, not for milk, long. Milk, 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 milk. Oh, just milk. while we're in the milk dimension, how's everyone feeling? <laughs> Confused. Is this? Is it always like this? Maybe it's I spy. Uh, Froyo is actually having a great time, and he's like, "You know, Frieza isn't here. I just remembered, and and and, and I just want to say that every year it seems I'm tangled up with you, dragon friends, and every year my year is ruined by Frieza, Frieza Officer, the cousin that I have wanted to know my whole life, who I'm starting to think is a shit." And this is the first time we've spent time together, Filge. Yeah, nice. You're all right. I don't think my problem is with the dragon friends. You know, there may be a spot opening up in the dragon friends. (laughs) (laughs) Shouldn't have gone to New York, King. (laughs) (laughs) The, uh, it gets less bright. Or brighter. I forget which way we do this. But then it gets less bright again. And suddenly, there you are. The year is 1990. The crisp, biting air of a mild Chicago winter frosts the outside of the windows and fogs the insides, your inside, (laughs) such that the shapes attempting to peer through are rendered indistinct. Can I ask a quick question? Yes. So we can go infinitely to any cosmos, any world, Mm -hmm. any any place imaginable. Mm -hmm. And we have gone to the 1800s Earth, the 1995 Earth, then we went back to about the 1980s Earth, and we are now at 1990s Earth. Why does Doctor Who go to Earth? It's good stuff happens there. <laughs> Deal with it. End of story. Case closed, David. Continue, please. <laughs> when we are having the end. You guys. 
Guys, take a moment to sort of take your bearings and see where you are. You see a big staircase sweeping up behind you. And you see a bean. <laughs> a, big, a big metal bean. That's what's in Chicago. <laughs> they're not... They're in, like, North Shore, Chicago. It's also a, a lot of mid-century architecture. <laughs> and there's a river. Mm. You see two <laughs> figures obscured by the frost outside the door. And you hear a voice. We know you're in there. <laughs> and the other one says... The other one says... It's Sandy Claus and his little elf. <laughs> Am I holding a flamethrower and or a clutching... Not yet. <laughs> All right. You're transfixed by the menace in their voices and concentrate staring at the door that separates you. Transfixed in the moment by the doorknob of the door engraved in base relief to depict a regal letter M. Something inside you tells you that these men are not indeed Sandy Claus and his little elf <gasps> and they are not to be trifled with. As you hear them make their way down the path, past manicured hedges, you hear threats of their return and know that it is only a matter of time. We'll return in a matter of time. Um, so... Is one of them bald and is one of them wearing a beanie? One of them is Joe Pesci. (laughs) I get it. So, uh, everybody do a quick perception check. Right. Don't tander. Just to tell whether we know what the movie is. I got a six. I got a seventeen. Anyone want to roll our card? I got a twenty. So got a okay. Well, Froyo, it seems to you that the only way out of this is to make some improvised traps. <laughs> <laughs> and okay. You, and you and you and it occurs to you that there are sufficient items around you in the house. So so we're in the house. You're inside what, the house. What room are we in? You're in the, the sort of the front foyer, but you know... And you would say that some wet bandits are about to sneak in? Maybe. I don't think they have that name yet. Maybe. Um, so, uh, time is of the essence, so you, each of you are going to choose Ooh, a number, oh and there will be items inside these envelopes. Uh, uh, Filge? Three. Number three for you. Two! Number two for you, Ben. Yeah. And number one for you, Dave. You are magic, so you can do whatever you want. Woohoo! Um, so, uh, Filge, would you go first and tell us what is on... Your list. Yes. <laughs> Don't read it in advance. Okay. What is oh, on your is list? So good. Phil. Okay. <laughs> items. Oh, fuck yeah! A remote control car, an air horn, seventy-five sharpened lead pencils with rubbers on the end, <laughs> a cardboard cutout of Michael Jordan, a cardboard a cardboard cutout of Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> Wait, if this is 1990, so he would be about... Is he yeah. like the wire He's age? a baby. Yeah, it's a little tiny baby. How old is Michael B. Jordan in 1990? We need to do a fact check on that. He's um, three. A three. And a can full of live bees. Okay. Uh, Dave? I have um, an iron, a taxidermied elk head, a lovely cheese pizza just for me, a stash of printed pornography, a dead dog, brackets German Shepherd... <laughs> A box full of live bees and a gun. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Jeff, Jeff, what have you got in your? Um... Jeff has golden syrup. Yep. Maple syrup. <laughs> yep. Treacle. Uh huh. <laughs> Molasses. Yep. <laughs> Slight change of pace. Fire. <laughs> Yep, and? And a beautiful singing voice. <laughs> okay, Phil, 
Fields, there's only a matter of time. So just so, so you know... So let's split up and go into different rooms. So you can, whatever you want, you can have... You've sort of got unlimited basic hardware, as much rope, extension cord, electricity, right. and pulleys yep. How much you time like. do we have? You've got uh, pretty much 10 seconds. Right. Uh, Moonica, you can make something out of whatever's left as well. Oh, that they leave behind. We're making a trap? Yeah, yep. yeah, you want to build a trap. Fields, what Wait. are you going to make? Okay, I'm going to um, get uh, the cardboard cut out of Michael Jordan. I'm going to put it in the window. Uh huh. Do I? Am I explaining how the whole thing? Yeah, yeah, work? yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, um, and then I'm going to get um, I'm going to get a can the uh, the can full of live bees. I'm going to tape it to uh, the the back of Michael Jordan's hand. Um, I'm going to um, get a remote control car. And I'm going to stick the air horn on top and I'm going to um, like make it into like a Mad Max car with all the lead pencils sticking out. Um, and then the cardboard cutout of Michael B. Jordan, I'm just going to keep as like a, uh, you know, in my back pocket Okay. Now. Okay, Great. okay, okay. Uh, ben? Uh, oh, okay. Right, I'm going to take a, a uh, leaf out of the, uh, the the text upon which Home Alone is based, uh-huh. the Odyssey, and, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I'm going to try and lure some of these uh, wet bandits onto some rocks, and by rocks I mean fire. <laughs> so I'm going to get my golden syrup, maple syrup, tr- and treacle, yeah. and molasses. Oh, okay, yeah. all four. And, and I'm going to lead it down a corridor, Yep. Mm-hmm. right? And it's going to intensify as it goes in terms of thickness. Yep. And then I'm going to put my beautiful singing voice at the end of that, right? Yep. And I'm going to keep the fire in my back pocket. Okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Dave? All right, I'm going to take the iron, plug it in, heat it up to about 120 degrees. Um, Classic. I'm going to tie it over the and heat it up so that the door handle heats up. I'm going to take the taxidermic elk head, use the horns to sort of counter-lever a rope so that I can suspend the dead dog over the fire escape so that they think that the German Shepherd will attack them. The stash of pornography will be counter bait. The cheese pizza will be the actual bait laid under the door, and then I'm going to shoot the bandits with my gun. <laughs> Monica, do you have a plan? Um, h- how many doors are in this house? How many doors in total? Yeah. 17. Great. So I'm going to make 17 holes at the entrances of all the doors so that any time they come in, they just fall down into the pit. <laughs> <laughs> ah, the classic pit trap. I love okay. it. All right. Um, I, uh, <coughs> I guess uh, the wet bandits come back in. Yeah. And uh, they... They... <laughs> <laughs> Who do they so encounter first? I, I'm going to get each of you to roll for the success of your traps. Okay? What are we... What, but what, I haven't... Ha- I want... Uh, okay, okay. Yep. How many, yeah, what, what else? How many sided dice? I want to show it. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, tell yeah, yeah. Okay, so the, sh- the short, bald one comes in and says, I'm Joe Pesci. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, does that throughout Home Alone. <laughs> it's incredible. They couldn't get a take where he doesn't do it. He does it in Goodfellas. For God's sake, you're playing a character who's yeah, not you. Yeah, but I'm Joe Pesci. But they don't. Oh God. <laughs> okay, talk us, talk us through the, the trap. Okay, so I'm standing behind Michael Jordan and I say, "Yoo <laughs> Michael Jordan here. Who wants a big high five?" Uh, and, and he fails that roll, so he goes to high five Michael yeah, Jordan. Joe Pesci goes, "Oh my God! Like Mike? If I could be like Mike." And he uh, lunges forward to high five the to high five the cardboard cutout. And then, as he does that, that releases all the bees, and they fly onto his face. Ah, Joe Pesci's face! <laughs> ah! And he takes 
several B damage. Yes. <laughs> um, Ben. Uh, Daniel Stern. Daniel Stern, is he, is he, okay, he hears, um, <laughs> and, he, and, he, and, and Daniel Stern says, I didn't realize then, but this was probably the most beautiful song that I'd ever heard in my childhood. It's a Wonder Years reference, whatever. Is he the voice of the Wonder Years? Yeah, he's our old Fred Savage. Wait, one of the what? bandits? Daniel Stern, off. Oh, That's not true, is it? It's 100% true, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> so he hears, he hears exactly that, yep. but out of a beautiful singing voice, and it's down the end of a corridor. Okay, roll, roll charisma. Roll charisma, I will do so a now. Don't rush check. me. It's a performance check. Uh, that is a 15. Yeah, so plus five uh, singing voice, that's mm-hmm. a 20. Uh, so he's lured down the hall. Mm-hmm. And as he gets... <laughs> yeah, it sounds just like that. It sounds- this, this is my scat setting. <laughs> <laughs> and then as he walks down, he gets stickier and stickier yeah. until he's finally stuck. Yeah. And then I burn him to death. Okay, uh, can you roll for fire damage? Sure. That is an 18. That is almost to death. Okay. Oh, these years aren't so wonderful. <laughs> Okay, Joe Pesci, uh, like, covered with bees, wanders into the next room. And Dave. stumbles back towards you. And there's right, a door. if he enters through a door, he would have fallen into one oh, of the... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, traps. Falls into a trap. Okay. Joe Pesci's down a hole again. <laughs> uh, but Daniel Stern, covered in flames, wanders, uh, enticed subconsciously by the smell of pizza and pornography. Yeah. <laughs> and he tries the door, and it's too hot. And he tries to go through the fire escape engine, and then he sees a German shepherd reared up on its hind legs. And so he dodges around, stumbles on fire on the corner to find an elf with a gun. Uh, you see, uh, Froyo, that he's quite badly burned. 21! Okay, you've already shot him. And he... Uh, Boy, oh boy. This, this stirs something in my blood. Yeah, yeah. You really are a freeze officer. <laughs> <laughs> um, and with that, the, uh, the curdling screams of Joe Pesci turn to curdling milk. <laughs> <laughs> as, as the white snow of Chicago 1990 morphs into the milky depths of the milk dimension, mention, mention, mention. Did I mention we're in the milk dimension? <laughs> and uh, the milky milk curdled chunks turns to the slow pattering fall of snow and the smell of, I'm trying my best guys, <laughs> and the smell of pine needles fills your nose and burning wood as you find yourself on a trail in the woods around a campfire and sitting across from you you see the grizzled figure of a warrior a great sword strapped across his back his head lowered a hood over his head and this wanderer of the woods this grizzled warrior will be played by none other than a Tom Walker (laughs) 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. G'day, Tom. Hi, guys. That was really good. The Home Alone stuff was really, really good. I loved it. <laughs> it was really good. Anyway, yeah. Uh, so, the, so these people have appeared. Yeah, the warrior raises his head regarding you. Hail! These are strange lands indeed, but I wasn't expecting someone to make such a sudden entrance to a campfire. Greetings. Me, Filch. I am Jeff. Um, I'm Froyo Friesofferson. Pleased I'm, to meet you. I'm Moon This Kerr, is Tracy. <laughs> <laughs> she, she Milko Don't Milko be says I'm the hi. Dairy Queen I'm like I'm a queen Hail Milko and lost. the rest <laughs> I'll take it What land is this stranger Why the land is a cruel And inhospitable place Not worth naming If you ask me where I come from Then I can tell you that Okay I am what whom of whomville <laughs> Fuck off <laughs> I am on a quest to avenge a great wrong done to my people. Ooh. The Whom's. <laughs> is, this, is this like a Dr. Seuss situation? I is do it? not know what good doctor you speak of, but regardless, one of such education would not be found in the wilds of Whomville. And uh, he sits there, sits there on a log, and as you sit there, your mind jogs. It jogs and jigs and jigs and jaggles. <laughs> and his ears begin to waggle. Which one, which one of you would sh- care to share this green egg and ham? <laughs> Me, please. Wonderful. And he does so without I rhyming. do not like it! Phil <laughs> 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 Every now and again, your mannerisms and Filch's mannerisms sync up perfectly, and it's when you're really happy with the joke of your own. (laughs) His face, like. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) Who is this who has wronged you? It is a. It is a fearsome creature. (laughs) Fuck off. Standing tall, tormenting our town for countless ages, but only recently grown stronger. We attempted to defeat it just last year. We cast a spell, but it only made its heart grow three times the size. Which, of course, made it three times as strong. (laughs) Due to the vast amount of oxygenated blood coursing its fetid green body. I speak, of course, of the Yulmus-hating scum, the Granch. <laughs> this is so fucked. 
The Granch, was it? How do we the, spell that? The Granch. G-R-A-N-C-H. Is the Granch sometimes played by John Corey? <laughs> there are tales of a myth told far in our past by an over-animated facial man. <laughs> it was poorly reviewed. I think a Bonedict Comba Bonch is in the new one. <laughs> Yeah, apparently it's pretty bad. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, I'm on a quest. Um, what can we do to help you take down this granch? Oh, it is a fearsome yeah. beast. What I come to do is avenge my people. He did a great vengeance upon our town, and now I seek to inflict that on him. He took babies in his hands and clapped. <laughs> He caught Whomville's newlyweds and tied them behind a carriage and sped away so they clattered like cans. <laughs> he stabbed our knife salesman in the throat, which he'd previously used to sell knives. And he stole my wife's favorite neck. <laughs> I aim to steal this beast's breath. Hey, you know, if, um, if your son is upset <laughs> that his mother's dead, <laughs> this way you could just get him a toy or something, is my understanding. <laughs> Children. Anyway, but we should, we, we should attack this grant. Do you know any weaknesses and where, where, it, where it lays, where it sleeps where we can find it for you. Oh, the beast has been told to be weak to only Yulmus cheer. <laughs> but it is hard for me to summon a smile in these hard times, seeing as how my wife is, as I said, newly necklace. <laughs> Suddenly you hear a cracking of branches Hail. and a thud of uh, feet on snow? Nice. As the trees part and the horrible visage of the Granch stomps into the campsite. Alrighty then. <laughs> um, uh, initiative. Uh, Granch, you have the uh, element of surprise. Would you like to attack someone? Um, I'm gonna. Um, uh, I'm gonna do. Just uh, while you're deciding, I'd like to clarify that the gra the Granch kind of looks like a, it's like a green elven creature covered in fur, but due to its outsized heart, it has a giant pulsing growth on its left oh. chest. That's yep. yep. Um, the Granch is taking too long to decide. Famous Granch hunter, uh, whom of whom? What I'm whom of what whom of would whom? You like to, what would you like to do? I charge at the beast, greatsword drawn. Make an attack roll. All right. <laughs> Time for me to do that. That's a six. You do a big old swing and a miss and, and bury your, your sword head into a log. Twas uh, a bad sword after all. Jerf Zabos floating through the sky. What would you like uh, to do? I'm going to do a cloud of dust. Okay. Um, I only read the first sentence of this, so let's yep. see how it goes. You also uh, have a gnaw attack, which I gave you. Like that? Yeah, just a little gnaw. Well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to... Um, it's a free action. And I'm gonna um, within ten. Am I within ten feet of him? Yeah. Sure. Um, Wait, that says each creature within ten feet. I'm within ten feet. Yeah. Well, enjoy that. And 
basically, I'm going to whip up a bunch of dust. Yeah. And he, you got to beat a DC 15. Everyone um, make be, a saving throw, please. Or be blinded for the rest of my turn. DC 15? <laughs> well, I'm yeah. blind. <laughs> blind. Froyo's blind. Filger's blind. I am also Four. blind. The Grant. Okay, everyone is blind. blind. The Grant. The Grant got a 17. Except for the Grant. <laughs> and the Grant. The Grant like waves his hand in front of his face and steps outside of the cloud of dust and says, "Do not go in there." <laughs> Uh, Grant, um, it's until the end of my turn though that people are blind. So okay. that was a free action. So I'm just going to try and bite the okay, next turn. Go. Next turn. Oh, next turn. Sorry, guys. Next turn. Okay, so Grant, you're the only one who passed. You've got a free action. Um, I grab uh, a stick from the fire. Yep. And I fling it at uh, the hunter, and I say, "Smoking." <laughs> <laughs> Make an attack roll. That's a oh, 17. that's a hit, and you do 2d6 damage. Oh, you take 12 points of damage. Um, and that's, would that be, does everyone get a go now or is that, you get another attack? Well, we all miss one go, or we're disadvantaged for a go because we're all blind. Yeah, so okay. you get another free attack on them before it resets. What are Sorry, you do? everyone. <laughs> are you going to ad- advance Who on Who said the... that? <laughs> are you going to continue to advance on what whom of whomville? Uh, yeah, I'm going to go right up to him and turn around and put my hand on my butt cheeks and make my butt talk. Um, and out of the Granch's butt comes a spewing gust of flame <laughs> as the... <laughs> Cannon! Um... <laughs> Uh, roasting uh, what whom of whomville in a barbecue of fire, taking another 12 points of damage. Oh, boy. Oh, he's not looking well. That's Jeff, um, the the cloud having, how, having now cleared, it's up to you again. Me? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to try and bite him in his heart. Okay, make an attack roll. Doing it. Oh, you can try and gnaw that pulsing heart. I'm going to try and gnaw the pulsing heart. Uh, that is an 18. Yeah, that's it. Do some damage to him. Uh, I'm going to do some... Da- what damage do I get, David? D- you get D4 plus one. <laughs> I'm your, not the authority figure anymore. With your, ti- with your tiny jaws. Uh, that is a four. Yeah, four take that, sucker. Um, Froyo, what would you like? I'm glad you asked. Um, I'm going to cast the third level evocation spell, Lightning Bolt. But before I do, I'm going to say, Be gone, foul creature. And if I do not see you again upon this realm, good afternoon. Good evening and good night! And that is uh, 4, 9, 11, 15, 21, 27, 35, 38, 39 points of damage. And he says, he says, somebody help me. I'm being spontaneously combusted. It's from Truman Show. (laughs) Wait. He says, somebody stopped me. Yeah. <laughs> and with that, the Grinch lies in a pool of his own flaming, charred, dusty fur. And uh, what whom of whomville says to you as you fade into white? Thank you, travelers. I bid you come to my home now. And fuck my wife. <laughs> yeah, it's, which we have previously established is dead. I took her neck. That hasn't been. I have more than one wife, so we haven't established much of about whom, Bill. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Tom Walker. 
I'm so sorry. Is Dead Wives a Christmas theme? Yes, sure is. Oh my goodness. And as the milky snow turns to snowy milk, it swirls once again <laughs> to form a snowy scene as you find yourself at a familiar place, a familiar cabin where you have both been before. And you see in the distance a familiar form step out of the door and walk towards town as the snows start to swirl around you in a great maelstrom. You there! Phil yells out. Um, and he turns to see you, looks confused, and you see as he turns that it's Frieza. And as he turns, a great gust of snow whips him up. And you see ahead of you a column, a great spinning column of snow. What is this, Frieza? This seems some... Filge, I'm so sorry. I've been drinking. And Fro- <laughs> Froyo, take a, make a perception check. Uh, okay, um, that is a 19. You see behind you, walking towards town, someone who looks like you. Is it Frieza? No, because you saw Frieza going in the other direction. Chase him down. Um, I go... I, I, okay, I try to creep up on that person. I'll, I'll use stealth to sneak up on them. Um, they're quite a ways. They're probably like 40 yards ahead. Can of I them. run towards them? Mm, yeah, you could. All right, I, I start running, keeping them the tree line, and, start ru- and I leave Filch behind, and I start sure. running forward trying to see. Sure, sure, sure. Um, you see, uh, make an insight check. Uh, that is a 13. Yeah. It's you, but you look younger. So, so we've been here before. Can I just watch? What's happening? I'm walking towards town. Um, yeah, he's, but he is, um, he's walking towards town, but he's kind of got uh, another eddy of snow kind of drifts and spins around him as well. I look back at Filge and I sort of beckon to come forward. Okay. And is, what's Frizo doing at this point? Frizo disappeared into the eddying oh, whirl of snow. Okay, I run towards Froyo. Okay, you guys are at each other now. Which which Froyo? Oh, um. The closer Froyo. Ground Froyo. What? The one that's not in the sky. That's Sky Froyo. Yeah, and yeah, ground yeah. Froyo. <laughs> this Froyo right here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now Froyo. I, I don't like this. This this seems too familiar. Wait, I don't. Wait, do we recognize this place? Yeah. What else can we see besides some snow? How can we recognize it if it's just snow? So you saw a cabin. You saw, you saw a cabin. You saw. You actually saw Bobby push Frizo out of the cabin. Oh. Um, in the direction of town, and Froyo sort of. Um, Is it a cabin or a tavern? A cabin. A cabin. A cabin. Cabin. <laughs> Le cabin. Le cabin from the French. What? Yep. So there's a cabin, and Bobby pushed Frizo out, and Froyo is walking towards him, or a different way. So Froyo, uh, the other Froyo, was got in, separated. Was in got, the separated. got separated from Frizo. Yeah. Oh shit. 
What would you like to do? This is this. I think you were asleep. This is the. We've been here before. This was the first. Oh yeah, Alex was overseas. Explain it for Filch's <laughs> this character. This was the first. You must Filch. This was remember. I'd been invited by my cousin Frizo to have Yulmus with you, and I came, and you were asleep, and Bobby got angry at Frizo because Frizo didn't have a present for you, and we had to go to town to get one. So I get another present? I that a post that has not been established. Is that what's important to you here? You may still think about that golden toy. Okay. All right. Um, uh, perception check. Uh, I got an eight. Yeah, same. Um, okay, I'm still here. Oh by yeah, the way. Jeff. I'm not really part of this. Do you want to do um, Yeah, check? why not? I got a four. I'm fourteen. Fourteen. Um, uh, Munica pipes up and says, uh, "That swirling storm is moving towards us." So I'm just trying to remember back three years ago. This was Frizo. I, I, I lost. I was with Frizo, and we were going to town, and then the storm whipped up, and we got separated. And I tried to find Frizo, and when I found Frizo, he. And with that, the storm engulfs you. You see a flash of red on your left and a flash of red on your right. And you see in the middle of this swirling maelstrom, Frizo locked in a duel with the Yulmus King. Oh, yeah. Suddenly, uh, the Yulmus King lashes out uh, with his rapier, opening a crimson gash on... Frizo's side. Frizo exclaims, Ah, fuck you! <laughs> um, unlashing a, uh, unleashing a witch bolt, Frizo uh, burns a hole in the Yulmus King's side. The Yulmus King has a long flowing beard, a golden crown, and a red cape drifting behind him. Uh, and they fight each other. Wait, Locked. Can we stop Frieza from killing the Yulmus King? If we stop Frieza from killing the Yulmus King, then, then the Yulmus isn't over, and Frieza doesn't have to become the Yulmus King. And I'll have never been born! Sorry, I'm just... <laughs> I'm trying to contribute. <laughs> you remember... Um, oh, sorry. You remember, Froyo, that, yes, in order to stay in your native dimension, you must make some meaningful change. <gasps> okay. We have a plan. Go on. Um, Munica. Yo. Um, uh, you, have, you can fly, right? Yeah. So why don't you um, fly up and you can fight Frizo? Because <laughs> <laughs> God knows the boy just needs someone to fight. Or, um, but don't do it by yourself. Here, I've still got this cardboard cut out of Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> Munica. Monica, what yep. are you gonna do? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna grab the cu- Michael B. Jordan's the little kid, right? Just yep. like, yeah, yeah, and I grab it under my wing, and I I fly up, and I also learned that I can do dancing lights, and so yeah. I cast a spell of dancing lights to just um, attract um, the the Yulmus King's attention. Okay, you're you're attacking the Yulmus King. Is that what I'm? Uh, wait, what am I meant Frieza. to do? Wait, I'm attacking Frieza. Okay, so Frieza. <laughs> Uh, is unfazed and is not distracted okay. by your lights. Um, Jeff. I look around and realise that uh, something needs to be done and that I've lived a life of... I mean, selfishness is putting it lightly. I'm yeah. sort of an evil lich. So, um, but, but maybe this is a time for Chris's miracle and what needs to be done, meaningful change. And I go, Stacy, I'm coming to help you. And... Uh, 
Jeff uh, uh, flies up and um, gets Freeze's attention by, uh, by, I assume. I mean, Cloud of Dust didn't go great last time. Please so cast that again. <laughs> so I think I'm going to try and bite him on his butt. You're going to try and bite Freeze's butt? Make an attack roll. To seven. Plus! Seven. It's an eight. Yeah, 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 you hit you hit Frieza. Do, do, right on the do ass. D4 plus one damage to his butt. D4 plus one. Is it D4, you got one? You got D4? That is a... Oh, five damage. Yeah. Frieza sucks. So, distracted, the Yulmus King turns his attentions to you, Froyo, and says, Ah, think you can kill me? Why don't you try? Village, I think he thinks I'm Frieza. Don't pretend to be Frieza. Distract, distract the Yulmus King, and we'll take down Frieza. So she said confidently. He lunges at you with his rapier. Oh, but I've already been hit. Yep. Uh, but he uh, he misses you. Luckily, you have an attack. Filge, I want you to. I want to be very clear. When people talk about what I'm doing, I did not do this for Frizo. I have discovered <laughs> over the last three years I have extremely complicated feelings about my cousin. You must tell that story. Do you understand? <laughs> Got it. Been listening the whole time. <laughs> I'm doing this for you and for Bobby and the other one. And I cast Witch Bolt at the Yulmus King. Make an attack roll. And I miss. <laughs> uh, free, uh, Filge, it's your turn. Um, I will, I'm going to yell up at Frizo. Yeah. I'm going to get his attention. I'm going to bait him. All right, what do you say to him? Hey, Frizo! You'd better come down here. There's someone talking about your bad chongus. They're telling the whole town. They're making a PowerPoint presentation of how bad your chongus is. And they're sending it around to everyone. And he says, there's a skull biting my butt. <laughs> he also says, that wasn't canon until season three. <laughs> <laughs> That's all future talk. <laughs> um, uh, make an attack. Munica. Munica says, hey guys, just really quickly, who are we against and who are we for right now? I think we're, we're trying to take down Frieza. We're trying to take down Frieza. Great. Well, uh, I'm, I'm going to do... What are you going to do? Uh, um, well, I'm being pointed at Dispel Magic. Okay. Yeah, Frieza, you could do that. On Frieza, which I don't know. You could try sleep on him. I'm going to I'm gonna make him fall asleep. Yeah, try it. Yeah, do I'm going to do, do, do that. I'm going to make him fall asleep. 18. 18. But he's an elf. Don't they have... They can't make them asleep? That's a one. Oh, you make him drowsy. Okay. Yeah, nice, 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 right. nice, nice. Um, Phil, you're yelling. Froyo, uh, Fro, uh, the Yulmus King. Yeah, I've no. got 15 hit points left. you got 15 hit points left. The Yulmus King lashes out. Oh, and does a 20. Oh, boy. He gashes you down the side, Froyo, and does 12 points of damage to you. 12 points of damage to you, but it is your right of reply to attack. <laughs> Kill me! <laughs> Kill me, you sack of shit! <laughs> Alright, fuck it. I'm gonna cast Switch Bolt one more time. Sure. Uh, what's his armor class? Uh, like, negligible. <laughs> Alright, great. I have, plus, I have plus seven, so 14, so yep. I need to get a seven. Oh! <laughs> you miss. The number two. Again. That's my last. Oh, God. Uh, Jeff, what would you like to do? Um. 
Okay, I will. If I kill the Yulmus King, mm-hmm. you become the Yulmus King. Yeah, that seems quite powerful, mm-hmm. and that stops Frizo from becoming the Yulmus King. Yeah. True. I bite him in the throat. The, the Yulmus oh. King. You make it. Make an attack roll on the Yulmus King. Oh, that's Seven a hit. Eight. Doing uh, D4 damage. D4. Again. Yep, D4 plus one. For you are truly powerful. Two. Okay. Two. The, the, so the, so the, the Yulmus King is like, yeah, suck that life out of me. Um, but he's got a skull attached to his neck, but he's uh, not dead yet. He's prone. Filch. Um, I'm, can I jump into the eddy and like join everyone in the sky? Can uh, I try to do people that? People are fighting yeah, on the ground. Be, be, no one's oh, fighting on the in the sky. Yeah, oh, the, I thought they are in the, the sky Eddie's this whole time. But Frizo's kind of drowsy and slumped. Okay, I'm just going to pin Frizo down. Okay. I'm just going to put my entire body weight on okay, him. Okay, great, great. You grappled Frizo because he's drowsy. Yep. Uh, milk boy, lady, Munica, uh, uh, milk lady. Yeah. Queen, Dairy buddy. Queen, Dairy Queen, Dairy please. Munica the Milko. Dairy Queen. Milko, yeah, Milko. What would you like to do? Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I've got confusion, so I'm gonna try and confuse the Frizo. The bat. Oh, Frizo. You, you can confuse the Yulmus King. I'll though. confuse the Yulmus yeah, King. Yeah, yeah, make it, make King. it. Yeah, yeah. Roll the dice. Seventeen. Seventeen. He fails his saving throw. So I have He's, advantage now. Yeah, you have advantage. All right. Froyo, you have advantage. This is my last. If you would like to attack. High level spe- spell slots. I so. gave you heaps of good spells. Uh, yeah, I'm just... It feels like it has to be Witch Bolt, isn't it? Like, if I'm going to take Frizo's position, I'm going to cast Witch Bolt. All right. And this is a seven with advantage. <laughs> so one of these dies has to be a seven, which is going to happen because there is no god. And with that crackling eldritch energy hits spears into the Yulmus King's chest and explodes as he falls to the ground and says, Ah, finally, sweet, sweet death. But he's not dead yet. He, he, uh... Gestures to you like a creepy disembodied hand in a sex club. To me? Yes. Um, and he says to you, Elf, you take my life, but by the same hand, you take my curse. And a sharp gust of wind spins and blows the eddying snow around you away as it dissipates. And with that, the body is gone. Suddenly, your hair turns to white. You sprout a long white beard. A heavy red cape unfurls from your shoulders. Five concentric rings appear around your head, clamping down, forming a gold crown which emerges from your head. Froyo, you have transformed into the Yulmus King. Filch. Don't be alarmed. This is the way it should be. I take Frizo's place. I become the Yulmus King. That means that Yulmus begins again and presence will flow to all creatures through the multiverse. This power doesn't go to Frizo. It goes to me and I will use this power responsibly. We shall have Yulmus again and I swear to you now, I swear it on the first Yule Log and the final Elf that this power shall be used well for next Yulmus. I will be the one that kills Frizo, freeze officer. <laughs> and so, this Yulmus Eve, 
Though the dragon friends are splintered across the multiverse, their future unknown, one certainty has returned to the world of Faerun. As Froyo, newly crowned Yulmus king, rides across the sky this night, the dragon friends sleep soundly in the knowledge that the children of the world will once again awake to see their wishes granted and stocking stuffed with presents on Yulmus morning. Thank you, everybody. Good night. <laughs> Guys, thanks for a wonderful year. Merry Yulmus. The Dragon Friends are Alex Lee, Michael Hing, Ben Jenkins, and Dave Harmon, and were DM'd this Yulmus Eve by me, Eden Lacey, and Simon Griner. Our guests this week were Claire Kavanagh, Matt Roden, and Tom Walker. Shakira Khan designs our website. The podcast is mixed by Beth McMullen and recorded live at the Giant Dwarf Theatre, with music this episode by Tom Cardi. See you in 2019. Bye! Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.